Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome once again to this online uh, service. And uh, we are talking about this new year. It is more than a new year. It's a new era that is coming to this earth. And uh, I strongly believe that God is resetting this world. You know, as we see it in the natural realm, but in the spiritual realm, in God's kingdom, you know, it's entering, we're entering into a very critical uh, season and time before the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, during the Great Reset, we know there is a lot of destruction happening. The old, certain things has to be destroyed in order for the new to, to be in place and, and to be set in order. And during this time of disruption, uh, uh, destruction that is coming, we really need to have the, have the favor of God, have the grace of God, you know, upon our lives so that we can overcome so that we will not be caught up in it. You know, during Noah's time, we were talking about it. The great flood was coming and the people were destroyed because of the great reset God is bringing to the world. But yet, the Bible tells us in Genesis 6, verse 8, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. But Noah, in the midst of all this destruction, all this that is happening, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9, This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah was a righteous man, blameless among the people of his time, and he walked faithfully with God. So, what does it mean to have the favor of God during this time? Exodus 33, verse 13. Moses uh, talked to the Lord and said, If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people. So in order to find favor with God, it means to know God's ways. It's, it means to have God to speak to us, to reveal to us before things happen. Can you imagine Moses is taking the nation of Israel into, uh, away from Egypt, away from their comfort zone, into a world that they do not know about, into a great reset. You know, a new word. And so, Moses needs the favor of God and he needs to know God's way in order to know how to prepare the people, how to lead the people into it. And so that's what it means to, to have favor with God. We know God's time. We know God's purpose so that we can be prepared, so that we can act wisely. And Noah, because he knew, the ways of God, so he was able to protect his family, he was able to build his ark and save himself. So, how do we gain favor with God? By walking with God. Noah was walking faithfully 
with God. So the Bible tells us, can two walk together unless they agree? So walking together meaning joining our hearts together in agreement. God was telling Noah what would happen. And during those days, there is no rain. And later on, we're going to uh, look at the verses, how God created the world then. You know, God created the, the earth and then he separated the water on the ground from uh, and the water up in the firmament. So, so the earth was covered by, by a canopy of water layer, just like we have the ozone layer today. And it was a protection against the ultraviolet light, uh, the harmful uh, solar light. And, uh, and, and it's, it's like a greenhouse effect. So the whole earth was in a subtropical kind of weather, just perfect, not hot, not cold. And there's no rain, there's no need of rain, right? And uh, that's why God was telling Noah, there will come a flood that will cover the whole earth. Despite his natural understanding or, 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 or ignorance about what's, what will happen, he agreed with God. He believed what God says. And that's why he was able to walk with God uh, uh, faithfully before God. So walking with God is uh, agreeing with God. And that's what David did. David, in the Old Testament, the man that's after God's own heart. And in Acts 7, verse 46, the Bible tells us David enjoyed God's favor. David enjoyed God's favor. Why? Because he's a man after God's own heart. He's a man who walked with God, agree with God, despite of his, his uh, natural uh, thinking. And so David faces a lot of trials, uh, opposition, and very dangerous situation. But because he know God, he walked with God. He know God's way. And therefore, he enjoyed favor with God. And God was able to work out his plan for David uh, in his life. And walking with God is a, is a lifelong journey. It's not just in one incident. It's a lifelong journey of continuous walking with God. And that's what happened to David throughout his life. And only towards the end that he enjoyed the fruits of, of this, this journey and God worked out everything according to his promise. And the Bible tells us the Lord Jesus, our Lord, you know, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, right? So Jesus, as he grew, as he grew in knowledge, as he grew in wisdom, he enjoyed the favor of God. He, 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 he grow in the favor of God. And so that's another way that we can have favor with God is to grow in our understanding of God, the ways of God, and grow in wisdom, walking 
righteously before God and enjoy the favor with God. And uh, the favor of God, the, 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 the ways of God will cause us to also gain favor with men, not just with God alone. Favor with men. This is what happened to Jesus. He grew in favor with God and with men. So when we walk with God, we hear what God says. We know what God is telling us and God will always tell us and prepare us for what is to come if we know how to listen to Him. And uh, Noah heard what God said. He said in Genesis 6, 13 and 14, I'm going to put an end to all people for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. Verse 14, So make yourself an ark of cypress wood, make rooms in it, and coat it with pitch inside and out. This is how you are to build it. The ark is to be 300 cubit long, 50 cubit wide, and 30 cubit height. height. So, when... Noah heard from God. He obeyed everything God commanded him to do. He obeyed everything that, com uh, that God commanded him to do. Verse 22, Noah did everything just as God commanded him. So it's very important that we are not partial in our obedience. There are people who today, we want to hear messages that God tells us that He blesses us, that He prospers us, that He gives us peace, He loves us. Yes, those are very good messages and what we need to hear. But there are people who only want to hear that kind of messages. They don't want to go deeper in the understanding of God. And so growing in the favor of God. They do not want to obey God in carrying the cross in submission, in humility, in being broken. They don't want to hear that kind of message because, oh, that's not suitable for them. But it's important that we learn to obey God in everything that He commanded us. So we need to know the whole counsel of God. We cannot be selective, right? We hear people say, oh, I, I like those messages. Yeah, you like but what about those messages that God wants to speak that you don't like? Are you going to listen? Are you going to obey? So Paul, in Acts 20, Acts 20, verse 25 to 27, he said, Now I know that none of you among whom I have gone about preaching the kingdom, preaching the kingdom, will ever see me again. Therefore I declare to you today that I am innocent of the blood of any of you, for I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Proclaim to you the whole will of God. So can you see the gospel of the kingdom? When we preach the gospel of the, king, of the kingdom, it is to proclaim the whole will of God. Some people despise that. And they say, well, pastor keep preaching about kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. We already know. Do you? Do you obey? Do you really know the kingdom? Paul said, I go about preaching the kingdom. You know, because the kingdom is about the whole counsel of God. 
It includes everything in your life. So that's why we can never exhaust preaching the gospel of the kingdom. It talks about carrying your cross. It talks about paying the price. It talks about following Jesus as his servant, walking in humility and submission to leaders. It talks about being teachable. It talks about how you work in your marketplace. It talks about serving God in the marketplace, not for yourself. Yes, it will bless you, but it is serving God's kingdom in the marketplace. So the kingdom is about everything. And Paul has been going around preaching the kingdom. And so if you despise that gospel of the kingdom, you despise Jesus because that's what he came to do. That's what he came to bring. That's what he, he promised us for the future. It's everything. And that's what we need to understand. We need to know more concerning the ways of God, so that we can obey, right? So that we can obey in everything and find favor with God in this season of time. And so, to gain the favor of God, we've got to walk with God. Number two, to gain the favor of God, we need to listen to His messenger. You know, Noah is the only person who received the message. God chose him to be the preacher. Look at uh, 2 Peter 2 verse 5. If he did not spare the ancient world when he brought the flood on its ungodly people, but protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, and seven others, his family members. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. God told him what's coming. Look at Genesis 6, verse 12 and 13. God saw how corrupt the earth had become. For all the people on the earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all people for the earth is filled with violence because of them. I'm surely going to destroy both them and the earth. So that's the message that God has told Noah, that he's going to destroy not just the people, but the whole earth. And Noah begins to preach, a preacher of righteousness. But people do not listen. They do not want to hear this kind of message. And no one believed him beside his family members, the seven. So the Bible tells us, in Matthew 24, 37, he said, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. So do not be surprised when you preach the gospel of the kingdom, people don't want to listen to that message. They want the gospel of blessing, of prosperity, of salvation but not the kingdom. Because to embrace the gospel of the kingdom is to deny yourself. It's to lay down your whole life for God's purpose. Whatever we do is for Him. He is the focus. 
When you talk about the gospel of the kingdom, everything is about Jesus. But people do not want that. They want a gospel that's centered on them. What is it for me? How, did, how is it going to bless me? But the gospel of the kingdom is about Jesus. It's about him being king. It's about us being servant. Being, he's the ruler. And then we obey him. We serve him. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Verse 38, For in the days before the flood, people were eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage up to the day Noah entered here. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. This is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. So I hope we are taking note of what God is saying through His messenger. All those who preach the gospel of the kingdom, all those who proclaim the coming of the Lord Jesus is near. So that that day will not take you by surprise. Just like it did to those people and they were destroyed. So that you know how to prepare yourself for that, the coming of that day. And indeed, there was no sign, no sign of the, the flood at all in the natural. You can't see. It's only the word of God. It's only the preacher of righteousness who is proclaiming the message of God to that generation. So that's why we got to listen to those who have the word, who have the revelation, who is speaking the word of God. We better humble ourselves and receive the message that they are sharing. Okay, uh, the, 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 cre- the word that God has created that I mentioned earlier in, is found in Genesis 1, verse 6 and 7. And God said, Let there be about between the waters to separate water from water. So God made the vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. And it was so. You see, today there is no, no water above the earth. That water collapsed. That water came down during Noah's uh, 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 flood, during that destruction. And uh, so in the natural, there's no sign. You can't find the sign. Of what's happening in a nutshell, we cannot see anything that tells us about the coming of Jesus. In a nutshell, it's only in the spiritual, it's only through the word of God that we, we can see the sign that it is near, that it is coming. So, it's very important. Uh, first of all, we, we what we've got, secondly, uh, we listen to the message from his uh, servant from the messenger. And thirdly, we hold on to our spiritual heritage. You see, no one responded to the message except Noah's family. I'm sure they, the children, they obeyed, they, they followed the father. And it was not easy for them. Right? I'm sure they can know there are certain areas in the father's life that is not perfect. 
it, if they want to accuse the father of certain things, I'm sure they can find ways. Because no one is perfect. But they know God is in the father. They know when the father spoke is the word of God. Even though they have friends outside. And it wasn't an easy time. Can you imagine your friends, your best friends maybe, they used to be your best friend. And they say, hey, what's your father talking about? What's, you know, I think your father is going crazy. We got rain. You know, what's this about flood and now you guys are building an ark? Aren't you crazy? You know, come and join us. You know, what are you doing? Wasting your life, wasting building this thing is crazy. You see, I'm sure it was, it was difficult. I'm sure as Noah's children, they have to cut off their relationship from, some, from, from many of these people. Because they realize now they cannot be friends anymore. There's no commonality like they used to. Because now they hear the word of God. They know what's coming. They know the reset is coming. The flood is coming. Because they trust their father. Because the Bible says, Noah found favor with God. Noah is a man of faith. They mention about the children. But the children, they come under the covenant. They come under submission. They come under the covering of their father. So it's very important that we hold on to our spiritual heritage. Even though the environment is going against us. And that's why during this time of reset, this time of lockdown, I believe God wants us to establish the family altar. I believe through the devotional time in the church family, Many of us, we, we are bonded together if we are real, if we are open, if we are humble. We are bonded together. And this is a protection for us for the coming days if we continue to walk in God's way. And uh, the Bible tells us that at the end time, when we know that day is coming, look at Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. God will do what he has determined. We learn that. God will. No matter how impossible, how, how crazy it seems, God will. He's faithful. He will work out. And that's why we do not, we are not swayed. We are not Shaken by all the words and all the talk and all the accusation, slander that come against us. We keep our focus on Jesus. And then verse 24, let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. We got to watch out for one another. Because some are influenced by others. And we got to protect them. We got to, you know... Uh, Minister to them so that they will hold on to that love and that good deeds. And then finally, he said, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, 
but encourage one another all the more as you see the days approaching. So I believe God has given us this word to prepare us for what is coming so that we may find favor with God in this season, in this great reset, and not suffer loss like the other people. So we have to walk with God. To walk with Him, we have to agree with Him. Our hearts have to be one with Him as we listen to, him, to His Word. And, and number two, we need to listen to the words of His servant, messenger, because God spoke through them to us. Some people, they're so proud, they think that God speaks to them alone. Yes, God speaks to us, but the trouble most of the time is we can't hear. So we got to recognize that God has chosen His servant to speak the word in season to us. And you've got to recognize that. And Noah's children recognize this in the Father. And so when the Father says something that they, in their natural mind is crazy, in the voice of their friends is stupid, but they hold on. They know. They recognize their authority. They submit to the authority of the Father. And so they are being protected because they come under covering of their father. They keep the covenant in the family. The enemy wants to destroy this covenant relationship. They want to take you away, entice you with all kinds of things. But when you keep your heart and your focus to God and you learn to acknowledge this is the gospel of the kingdom. It covers every area. You, there are leaders, there are authority structure. You've got to submit. Even though it goes against your mind at times. But you know it's God's word. You submit and you follow. And you'll be safe. You'll find favor with God. So I trust that this word has been helpful as we move forward in the days to come. We know how we can Maintain that favor and grow in the favor with God, even as we grow in our understanding of what, what He's saying to us and what He's doing. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for this word in season to prepare us for what is coming. Lord, we do not know the extent of what is coming, but we know challenging times are ahead of us. And we pray that during this season, we may find favor with you. Regardless of what's going on in the world, Lord, we pray that we may walk closely with you so that we know your ways, that we may receive favor with you. Father, we pray that we also, we also continue to grow in understanding, grow in wisdom, grow in the favor with you and also with man. Lord, we we pray that you will give us a heart of humility to recognize our spiritual fathers, to recognize the leaders, the authority that we are under, so that we will submit ourselves. We will humble ourselves. We will repent of our ways. Even though you would go against our natural thinking. Lord, we pray that there will be that recognition of authority over our life that we will submit. Father, Father, we want your ways, O oh God. We want to 
protect and preserve the covenant that you make in the family with our forefathers so that the blessing will continue to flow down to the next generation. Lord, prepare us for the coming of that great day, the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, we bless you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So God bless you. We'll see you again.